Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Ready, Jerry? I'm ready. I just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last the mile. Summertime, when it's time, I'm gonna grind. Yeah, I got the ring, I'm the champ, I'm the genie of the lamp. This is the gift I was given, so I just live by my Okay, let's go smoke that joint. What up, what up? What is going down, everybody? What up, brother Roz? What's going down, bro? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Doing good. Just hyped for this draft. That is faux show. Got through the got the through the first round and about midway through the second round. And uh who's up in here? Who who's up in the chat? Who's uh, who's actually in the league right now? Because uh, we're about to get crazy. We're going to get crazy right now. <laughs> and uh, I don't have sounds for everybody's uh, teams, but we, w- we will get that going. We will get that going eventually. Uh, I, do got, uh, I, do got a couple, I do got a couple rocks in here. Know your role and shut your mouth! <laughs> yeah, yeah, you with the rock. Been, been a little, been a little Are bit of rock lately. <laughs> but yeah, so we'll we'll get we'll we'll get more going. Um, the dead man didn't really talk, so man, I don't know. We're gonna have to just get the gong or something for the Undertaker because uh, you got you got the dead man, right? Yeah, I got the dead man, but uh, sometimes actions speak louder than words. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. Undertaker's the man. So for everybody who's watching this on replay later and doesn't know anything that we're talking about, so this is a dynasty startup draft that I started here with a bunch of people who are signed up in Patreon. So if you want to get into a league with the Hustler, make sure it's in the the. – I'm going to throw it in the chat, and it's also in the description of the video. Got uh, We've got a bunch of leagues that are about to be starting. This one has a WWF twist on it. Um, we all drafted – attitude era characters or just whatever wrestling characters that we wanted to and let me just run down the list of everybody so this is in no particular well this is actually in the order that we're actually drafting in right now so triple h was the first pick and then we got sting and then we got rikishi 
Then we got Rey Mysterio, 619. We got Hulk Hogan from the NWO. John Cena, Mankind, Jeff Hardy, The Rock, Brother Roz is The Undertaker, and then we got Shawn Michaels, HBK, and then I got Stone Cold Steve Austin. So I think it was pretty good. I, I posted this on social media, and uh, there was a bunch of people, you know, where's this person, where's this person, and everyone has their opinions. So it is, uh, either way, it's just fun. Uh, we had a we had a long video chat just about the draft of the draft of the players, <laughs> and uh, and there were so many. I mean, you only got twelve people. How are you going to get all the 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 true wrestlers you want in there? Yeah, I almost feel like we need to do one where it's like tag teams, but like you get to pick like top guys, you know, to tag team together. It's almost like the only way that we can get a bunch of guys in there because twelve, no, no matter what, that's never going to be a. A full list. There's always going to be someone left off. Well, maybe next year we think about a 24-team league. Woo! There we go. Get wild. What up, Jay? And Jay's got Rikishi. <laughs> and uh, we'll get into uh, the actual picks here in a second. Matt, what up, bro? Zoo Crew in the building said, hit me up for another Dynasty League. So I'm starting all this just with people who are signed up in Patreon. So I'll, I'll get with you on that, though. But, yeah, Matt is someone who – I turned Matt into a fantasy football addict back in 2008. And uh, <laughs> we've been playing in leagues ever since. So it is uh, good times. There we go. Hey, you got to start somewhere. You got to start somewhere. There we go. And Chris is in it. So, Chris, you got uh, – you're John Cena, right? I believe so. I believe he's got John Cena. There we go. Said woo woo. Hey Dub. Yep. And then Math Quest is uh, is Sting. There we go. Perfect. What up, Dave? What's going down? We're gonna get into this first round recap here in a minute. Smoking meats today. Yeah, yeah. With the young buck, I like it, bro. Don't get me hungry, man. It's almost lunchtime. <laughs> Antonio, what up? What up? Twitch is down. Big crew today. Damn it! <laughs> Twitch is down and can't open the app. What the hell? <laughs> there we go. What up, Stu? Good afternoon, hustler. And Stu, you are on the clock, my man. I don't know if you're fielding trades right now or if you've just been busy, but you are back on the on the clock, bro. Don't worry about doing it right this second because I'm not paying attention, but. There we go. No, and feel free to uh, trade away the pick if you're, you know, in the market. Yeah, definitely. And oh shit, Dylan's in the house. Here you go. Hope you smile, <laughs> but the rock is cooking. <laughs> I told you that's the one that's going to get me this whole season. Uh, yeah, and, uh, I, I almost wish that I took The Rock over Stone Cold because nobody has more like lines of talking shit to people. Like, here's one right off the bat. Who is this Rudy Poo? <laughs> and I, I still I'm going back and I'm watching like old Raws right now, like trying to like find us uh, like some of the best clips. Like you can't even find the best clips of the rock on the fucking on YouTube. You just can't. Uh, you know, I, I don't even know what now they're coming out with young, young rock, you know, the, the television show. 
Yeah. <laughs> There we go, Jay. Got the bong loaded. Let's get it. Let's get it. <coughs> and there you go. <coughs> Dylan, <coughs> can you smell it? I was just gonna say, can you smell what the Stone Cold's cooking? Because that's your, that's your. <laughs> I know. Here, I got a couple. Austin three sixteen says I just whipped your ass. Got, got the classic one there. Stop a butthole in your ass and walk it dry. <laughs> oh, and for when anyone says they're gonna do something, and I already know they're not going to. But <laughs> I'm loving this soundboard. I'm loving this soundboard. Yeah, for for future chats, I'm gonna have to darken this room. That's for sure. You're Definitely, all good. Uh, well, you know, here's, there's not a whole lot of light in the Undertaker's world. Is all I'm saying. Oh, uh, that that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna. I know I'm gonna find some. Uh, I know I'm gonna find some good clips of the Undertaker because right now I'm watching. I uh, like last year, 2020, I started doing um, I started watching Raw from like 1997, kind of when the Attitude Era started. I'm up to like March of 99 right now. And this is when like the corporate ministry is about to start taking over and The Undertaker is going to be doing a lot more talking. Yeah, you know, he there was there was a lot more chatter early in his career. Uh, yeah, it almost—it's almost like he faded out to, to more of the actor and the action side, um, you know. Kind of makes sense. I mean, there's there's a lot of people running their mouths later in the his career that ain't no point for him to to jump in on all that. Yep, that's for sure. And Dylan doesn't matter what you think. <laughs> Don't don't make me use this one on. Where is it? I'll get it. We're we're gonna get it uh, when it's not on my mind, and it's gonna be uh, when it's not on everyone else's mind. It's gonna make it funnier. All right. Yeah, I'm I'm just trying to just trying to keep track of those those picks and you know the ones talking smack already. <laughs> yeah, where their picks are at. Yeah, we're gonna see. We're gonna see. <clears throat> So, let's start off with the beginning of the draft here. Blowing snow, get it. Vinny, who was on the 101, he ended up trading that pick. Ended up trading down. And yours truly ended up getting it. And I was fucking stoked because I took Patrick Mahomes with that pick. And... Just a backstory on the scoring, six point per touchdown. And instead of 25 yards per point, it's actually 15 yards per point. So the QB scoring is just a little bit more elevated compared to your default leagues. So you'll notice there's a bunch of QBs taken in this draft, but it's because of the amount of points that they're scoring compared to everybody else. Plus, this is a dynasty league. Like me having Patrick Mahomes, 
everybody on this list right now, come eight years from now, nine years from now, if this league is still in existence, like Patrick Mahomes will probably still be a top quarterback in this league. Who knows if anyone else on this list will will be that? You know, it's funny you say that because uh, that's something I was thinking about, you know, with watching all these quarterbacks <laughs> jump off the board as we go through this round is how long do you have them? How long is their situation stable? And yeah, you made a, you made a good pick. You, you, uh, I was just pulling it up. I just wanted to make sure I could, uh, be accurate, but you, you basically, you, you got a 10th round pick and a first round pick. So you got Patrick Mahomes and a 10th. You gave up a first, which was the last pick of the round, a fourth and a seventh. So, I mean, you're, you're paying fair value for your guy. And yeah, you got him for what? A minimum of five to 10 years. Uh, I mean, that's kind of worth it. You know, I can't, I can't argue with that pick. Um, It's a safe surprise. He moved out, but you know, he picked up some real nice draft capital early in the, in the draft here. We'll talk about in what a couple weeks. Yeah. And well, and here's the exact uh, picks that got traded. So I got the, the one Oh one and the 10 Oh one. So the first pick in each of those rounds, and then he got the one twelve, the four twelve, and the seven Oh one. So initially I had it as the six twelve, but because he fielded another offer, I kind of pulled the shark take move where I changed it around and I made it the seven one instead of the six twelve. Um, wow. <laughs> just like anything that I could do to be like, you jerk, why, why'd you make me wait for that offer when I knew I had like the best offer? Cause whatever offer came in, like, wasn't, wasn't close to what I did. Yeah. And there's still some, I mean, the cool thing about dynasty is you can literally build your squad like you want. And I were doing the third round reversal. I had the first pick in the, in the Derby where I could literally pick whatever I wanted. I purposely chose that because I was always planning on trying to trade up. Did I know I was going to be able to trade up to 101? Like you never know where you're going to be able to get. So I was stoked that I could end up still getting the first pick. I do have to give up a fourth and a, and the first pick and the seventh. And those are going to be like really, really good picks, you know? So either way, like both sides won, and that's the side of a good trade because Literally, as soon as the trade happened, there was one person who said, damn, Vinny, good shit, like stacking up, you know, multiple picks, you know, in the top uh, handful of rounds. And then right after that, Antonio was like, hustler, good shit. You got Patrick Mahomes, best player in the league and going to be that for a minute. So, I mean, the best trades are the ones when both parties win. If someone is getting screwed or it's super lopsided, like, I I don't know. Absolutely, yeah. You don't want to. Yeah, and especially at the beginning of the draft, the last thing you want to do is knock somebody out of the trading future. Yeah. Um, you know, they feel bad right off the bat. Then you got another 30 to 50 rounds of, I don't want to touch it. I'm just going to yeah. draft. And then, then they, you know, they lose a little bit of that value of, of being able to play with everybody else. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, look, it, at the time, I, uh, at the time, I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I would have bought the first, but the price that you paid made it 100% something I would have done. Well, um, here, and, and the other guy got, you know, he got a fourth and a seventh. That's, that's money. That's, that's extra money. And um, 
Here's one thing that I don't like about some dynasty leagues. Just because like people are super excited to play, they overpay for something, and then that kind of messes up like you know what things should actually be worth. Yeah. So I'm not saying yeah. I would. I'm not saying I would have paid more. I obviously would have paid less, you know, if I could have gotten to it. But if I would have overpaid for that pick, it just makes everybody look at that pick and they're like, that's what I want. I need to get overpaid or I'm not going to make a pick or I'm not going to make a trade. And then it kind of just fucks up trading in general. And every trade that we've had right now has been pretty fair, you know, on both sides. Like both people won the trade. Yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, I'm the type where, in the first two or three rounds, no matter what size or style league, you got to pay. You got to pay. Yeah. And and what you paid was was right. I mean, it was it was value without overpaying. So there's nothing bad about it. What you got at at number one, what he got at number twelve. Yeah, yeah. Why why not? I mean, y'all got what you want, you know. Yeah, and I uh, I forget who it was because I also have the third pick in the I have, I have the first pick in the third round as well. So I have like literally the first pick in every round that we're doing. And someone was like, "Damn, how do we let that happen?" And like, yeah, after my pick in the first in the third round, you know, three oh one, my team's going to be the best on paper, but I'm also going to be the first person with three draft picks. You know, well, actually, no, Francisco's going to be the first one with three draft picks because of his two trades, but. It's going to be yeah, like yeah, right, after yeah, the seventh. Yeah. That's when we have to look and see, like, after the seventh, how does my team look when I'm, you know, two players down from you guys? Right. And, that you know, that's something I mentioned in the chat uh, during the draft was, you know, I made the moves and everything. One of the big things after I lost, uh, you know, after I moved back out of the first was uh, – or not out of the first, out of the, when I moved on the second there is – I wanted to make sure I still had a certain number of guys by a specific round, you know? And uh, so, yeah, that's, that's definitely in consideration there. Um, yeah. I can't yeah. believe you let Sting have that CMC pick though, even in a super flex, a CMC. There's no going wrong. I mean, the first two picks there, I'm sure those are going to be the first two picks in almost every dynasty uh, super draft league out there. I mean, shit, even one QB leagues, like, Patrick Mahomes, you having Patrick Mahomes on a one QB league. I mean, that's an advantage that you're going to have for a long time. So for me, I mean, those are the consensus number one and two. You can flip flop them however you like based on scoring. So, and yeah, Stu said, or MathQuest said CMC on a tier of his own will give me the competitive advantage to win uh, this upcoming season. I mean, at the running back position, it will. Look, I, I mean, if you're doing the math, I'm sure he play, you know, the numbers play out that way, but uh, I'll be honest, if it was, if I was up there with y'all, if I had paid up there, who is that number three guy? I keep losing track of that, 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 who's Jabroni number three? That's <laughs> Jay, uh, Jay, uh, that's Jay and he's Rikishi. Rikishi, that's the one I keep forgetting. I, I think he actually, I think y'all actually might have given him my number one guy in a league like this, um, assuming Buffalo continues to play the way they play. I mean, I don't, I don't foresee Josh Allen dropping off. 
he's only gotten better every year. And now you give him Stefan Diggs, you know, we're talking about a number one caliber receiver. I, I don't see Josh Allen dropping off like at all. So yeah, I mean, if it was me, um, Mahomes or Allen, I mean, those are my first two picks. Like for me in the Superflex League dynasty, those are my one and two. It's tough to push CMC back, but um, if yeah. it was me, I would have I would have done it. I love uh, the Josh Allen pick. Yeah, so I mean, as far as those first three, you can kind of you really could have flipped them any any which way you wanted. Definitely, you know, it comes down to what do you want in your in your team. So what do you think about number four, Kyler Murray? Uh, I mean, jumping all the way into the top four, that's, you know, I, I know last year he was a lot of guys like, you know, Lamar Jackson come out of nowhere. He, he was good, but is he top four for you? So I feel like once you get past Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, you can kind of flip-flop the next, like, you know, four or five guys, and it really just comes down to preference. Uh, and – you know, just, I mean, I don't know, maybe Burrow. I mean, this is a dynasty league. I mean, if we're just talking like redraft league, you know, I, Burrow's probably not in that mix, but dynasty league, we know why he's there. But the next just couple guys who went after, I mean, just going all the way back um, to Russell Wilson or even Aaron Rodgers, a lot of those guys can be interchanged and it's all based on preference. Kyler Murray having um, Hopkins, like that's money in the bank right there. Like that's the thing that took Kyler Murray last year, you know, to where he is this year to where I don't hate the pick, you know, like, I don't know if I would have made that necessarily. I'm glad that, you know, I didn't have the fourth pick because that's where it starts getting where it's a little bit of preferences, you know, that are happening. And I don't know if Murray would have been my preference, but I feel like you can't go wrong. Oh shit. Pick is in. Then he was, uh, then he was like triple H. Yeah. There we go. Stu took triple. Uh, I was about to say Stu took triple H. <laughs> Stu took a C C E H. <laughs> that's that's one H. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I I did hear a joke somewhere. Somebody mentioned that Kyler Murray does still have room to grow. You know, <laughs> I mean, when you're five eleven, you know, you got room to yeah. grow. <laughs> um. <laughs> But yeah, um, the sky's the limit. I mean, someone like him is a guy who can finish as a number one QB in any given season. When you got the legs like him, he's smart. He wasn't the number one draft pick, you know, two years ago because he wasn't smart. And now you got a number one receiver like Hopkins. I feel like last year they had a lot of woes. And I mean, if they don't fix any of those woes, like in the run game, anything like that, I mean, you know, maybe he doesn't finish as the QB one, but if they make just a couple improvements in their run game, in their schemes, you know, sky's the limit. Yeah. And I mean, you know, consistency with Kingsbury, um, you know, Cliff, Cliff has an interesting scheme and I think it's going to work long-term. So as long as they stick with that coaching, you know, and they don't, they don't mix things up on Kyler Murray. I do, I do think he grows. I'm not, I'm not mad at the pick at number four. It's uh, you're right. You know, four, five, six. I mean, even Herbert, I hate to say it, but all of those quarterbacks that went in that round are, 
are legit. I mean, they are all oh, worth. Yeah. Uh, they're all worth. They are all, all worth the picks. Hell yeah, they are. That's for sure. Did we have another pick? Well, we just had three picks go in a row. I'm sorry. We're yeah, on the first round. Yeah. Trying to stick to the first round, but yeah, and we'll just we'll keep it going as it uh as it happens. Oops. Yeah, well you, you can you can talk about my two picks that I gave up in the second round and they ended up being Barkley and Chubb. Why Wow. <laughs> just, just wow. Because we're talking about Kyler Murray, and the guy that got Barkley and Chubb is the guy that owns Carlo Murray. You know, it's yeah. Uh, I think I got six one nine right there. I did, <laughs> um, without a doubt. Oh man, why the hell? Something is going wrong with this. All right. You all right? Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to pull this up, but it is. Uh, this is not working with me. I had to close it. All right. Out. Well, while you're while you're working on that, I'll just you know I'll just go through so. We had Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, Herbert, Burrow, Prescott. So we had a run of, what, two, four, six. We had eight quarterbacks out of the first nine picks. We did have two other trades in there. Um, There we go. Basically, basically we had uh, Dak Prescott got swapped for Justin Herbert, in essence. So, you know, those are the two guys that traded with each other. Sorry, I don't have the team names up again, but no, we're good. Malone, uh, Malone moved up. It's on the, Herbert. It's on the screen now. I got it on the screen now. There we go. Yeah, so that's. Uh, I mean, all the uh, all the quarterbacks who are drafted there. I mean, you can't go can't go wrong either way in a dynasty. I mean, I don't know. They could go in any order. Like, I probably would have had Herbert a little bit higher um, in my eyes. Lamar Jackson, I mean, as good as he is, um, I, I guess he's got to get you those 1,000 yards on the ground, and that's the thing that I don't like. Um, hopefully Baltimore does something and gets him some weapons because they're just disrespecting him with the, <laughs> with the way that they're, like, putting pieces around their offense. Like, I, I don't know. I just I don't like it. If we get a number one receiver going there, we know Lamar Jackson can pass. Yeah. He doesn't pass a lot because I wonder if it's the receivers in place. Ergo, you're, you know, there's, there's factors left and right and left and right. But the bottom line is if he passes more, especially in your scoring, our scoring, we, he doesn't need those extra yards on the ground realistically he could return to the spot that he's in yep um could totally return value as a what sixth overall pick i mean in a super flex that is not a bad place to get lamar jackson here's the big problem (laughs) hollywood gotta say bye to hollywood he is marquise He's not a number one receiver in the NFL. <laughs> He's not going to be drafted anywhere anytime soon. So we could talk about him right now, but such a disappointment. And a lot of it isn't his fault. He's not a number one receiver in the NFL. And 
it's it's disrespectful to Lamar Jackson that that's his number one weapon. I mean, outside of Andrews, but we're you know, Andrews can't do it all. Is not on the he doesn't even play a hundred percent of the snaps. And if we look at the way that Harbaugh really shifted the team away from, uh, wow, was there a quarterback after Flacco before Lamar? I can't even remember now. But uh, <laughs> um, the way that Harbaugh, there wasn't, there wasn't. It, it went from Flacco to Lamar. They pulled uh, Flacco like uh, um, it was like midway through that uh, okay. through that season or whatever it was. So. So, right, so the, moving forward then, the way that Harbaugh adjusted fire on that team and made it fit Lamar's skills, they didn't need a number one. But as teams have adjusted to Baltimore's scheme, they obviously need a number one to now kind of bring it out of the run heaviness that it was in and return it to a competitive speed team. Um, because when they've tried to hurry up, He's not hitting those backs out of the backfield. And Marquise Brown, you're right, is not doing it. So when you're in a hurry-up offense, what do you have? You have Lamar just trying to run. Everybody knows he's trying to run. You're not going to be able to make up ground that you've already lost. Yep. And uh, Francisco says, hey, guys, I'm here just to avoid you guys mocking me for buying early picks. You think that I'm going to avoid mocking you, bro? <sighs> <laughs> I uh, I still think your your picks were good um, either way. So, I mean, there is no mocking you. I feel like, you know, you got to pay to get your guys, especially in a dynasty league. You're trying to get in the top three rounds. Like, yeah, you got to give up some capital. And if you miss on later picks, that kind of hurts you, you know. But if you hit on later picks and it doesn't make a difference, like that, that's really what it comes down to. Like top three rounds – you're going to have hits and you're going to have misses, but more guys are going to hit more often than not. But it's how good can you draft when it starts to get late? And can you draft late guys who end up being starters for you? That's really what separates the championship teams from the uh, from everybody who isn't. I, you know, I'll be honest. I feel like you're mocking me now for giving him those two picks. Um <laughs> No, <laughs> not even because man, how many picks do you have in the top? Like, I mean, what in the top eight rounds? Like how many picks do you have in the top eight rounds? Uh, I will have, I think one extra. Okay. Um, so I've moved some of my picks up, but I think I only a added one extra one. Okay. But yeah, I, but you did move up. Like, I mean, there's some yeah, where you moved up, up like, several. Round, multiple rounds, right? Oh, absolutely. I never yeah. – the, the one-round thing is just so 2000, um, you know. <laughs> We're two, two decades later now. you got to add, like, some chaos, yeah. if you will. There we go. Francisco says, I was trying to get Rodgers early in the second. That's why I offered you a trade, but you refused. Hell, yeah, because I knew that after Rodgers, that's the drop. The, after Rodgers is the tier. And if I could get him right there, I was willing to get him. If I couldn't get him, I probably would have moved back and entertained some offers. But I really wanted to have the best QB duo in the league. So I got Patrick Mahomes and I got Aaron Rodgers with the first pick in the second round. And we're kind of jumping around, but everybody who's watching this on 
Twitter, Twitch, you can see all the picks uh, that we got here. And having Aaron Rodgers as my as my number two, I mean, who's to say he can't play until he's 40 or so? You know, I mean, why can't he go as long as Tom Brady is going right now? Um, I just... Now, I will say I have two picks coming up. When are your or picks? No, excuse me, I have, a, I have the third pick. Um, it keeps messing me up because I, I see your name in that list, and it's like, no, those aren't my picks. But yeah, the 3.3, I think it's time that, you know, I actually jump in and make a pick here. Um, I'd say so. I watched an entire round go by without. Yeah, I didn't think that uh, we were going to get close to uh, to me actually getting to pick. Well, no, we're probably not. I mean, Vinny, he's uh, Vinny's in Japan, so yeah, it's crazy. We got we got an international draft. Francisco's in Mexico. Vinny's in Japan. Like we got people all over the country and all over the world. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, well, I know Vinny's uh, at least seeing the chat. So uh, you know, if he's awake, he'll he'll make his pick. I'm sure, but. You know, we have a no clock thing so people can take their time. And, you know, you don't want to make a mistake and trade away all your picks like I did and <laughs> be sitting here at the end of the second round with Dalvin Cook in a super flex. Um, I'm looking at the board and I'm getting more depressed as we go along. <laughs> it's crazy, though. I mean, now it's shifted. So let's see. Where were we? Where were we talking about? So we talked about Herbert. Oh, there we go. And Ryan Tannehill just went off the board. So Vinny's on the clock. Let's see if uh, someone tag him in the chat. But we had Lamar Jackson. Go ahead. Hold on real quick. Can I just, I just, I have to do this thing. If you're watching this, we've got to talk trade. Okay. You just took my boy. Um, Uh, So it's crazy on, on Twitter. On Twitter. There was someone who was like, man, you're fucking crazy for ta- for jumping up and taking Mahomes. I would have rather just taken Ryan Tannehill with the uh, with the last pick in the first round and then uh, just kept those other picks. <laughs> See, in the first round, no. Ryan Tannehill in the first, no. Uh, not even in the second in this, in this league, the way it's played out. But definitely uh, – at the end of the second, oh, that was a beautiful pick by Sting right there. That stings a little. <laughs> oh. Got him. Got sniped. <laughs> and so let's see. So where are we? <clears throat> so Lamar Jackson went sixth. Well, wait. Let me just let me just read everything in the first, and then because I guess we haven't even done that. So we got Mahomes going first, CMC second, Josh Allen third, Kyler Murray fourth, Deshaun Watson fifth. Lamar Jackson, sixth, Justin Herbert, uh, seventh, and um, there was a trade. The person traded up two spots to get Justin Herbert, and Joe Burrow went eighth. Dak Prescott went ninth. Dalvin Cook went tenth. Russell Wilson went 11th, and then DeAndre Swift, last pick in the first round. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Three running backs, and that was it. But, I mean, if we just think about – how how long the running back's lifespan is, young quarterbacks are going to last a lot longer than young running backs will. I mean, just just is what it is. 
Well, and I think we're going to have to really see what the differential is as far as, you know, your scoring changes and, and how the, uh, how these play out, you know, is, are these three running backs in the first round going to value out the same as the quarterbacks? Because I mean, let's be honest, nine quarterbacks in the first round, if they all finish as top nine scoring players, like that, that's just going to be crazy because no year <laughs> does the first round actually fall out like a first round. Like every year, picks screw up. You know, CMC, Barkley, yeah, Michael Thomas. You know, oh, I'm supposed to mention him. Like dirty, <laughs> and- dirty, 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 dirty. Three dollars in the in the swear jar. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so I'm donating to the league. <laughs> um. If we just to kind of clarify the difference in scoring, what what would you say? Like you said, you had Josh Allen. Was it like default scoring where it was like twenty five yards per uh, per point, and then like four yards per touchdown? I mean, four uh, points per touchdown. In the in the particular league, the main league that I I focused on with him, um. What, what was our scoring? It was default as far as your rushing, uh, your passing yardages, et cetera. The touchdown point scoring, I can't recall now. Uh, well, how many points so, did Josh Allen score? Do you know that, like, off the top of your head or even, like, a, a I have his – I have it – I have it in it right in front of me. But uh, basically that I had, you know, a couple weeks at 50 points. Um you know, uh, four out of the last five games, he was above 40 points per game. Um, what was, what was the season in the 30s? What was the total score, though, just for the season? I'm just trying to put it into perspective. 516. 516. Okay. So, in with this league scoring that we have, he hit 658. Wow. So, wow. that's it. That's to put it into perspective, like the. Can different- we start this draft over, please? Because I think I really screwed something up here. I got Dalvin Cook. Let's be honest. I got Dalvin Cook. Well, Dalvin um, Cook's not a bad pick. I mean, uh, two point, uh, two point per reception. So that's where someone like Christian McCaffrey, like on a week to week basis, two point per reception is just going to be a freaking, you know. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill just a monster, but that, that is the difference in the QB score. hundred plus points. Yeah. I mean, and let's see someone like. So what about Tannehill? Why don't we just go? Let's, let's take Tannehill. He was just picked. So he finished one, two, three, finished ninth, 552 points. And I mean, to put it into context, he finished, according to Sleeper, in our scoring, the number eight overall player. 
I'm looking at it right now, and Justin Herbert's right above him, Tom Brady, Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, and Josh Allen. I'm looking in our league oh, right you know now. What? You know what? Yeah, you know what? These are rankings. That's, those rankings are garbage. You got to uh, click fantasy points. That's what it is. Yeah. And then that'll filter it. It's, it's going to be interesting. I, I'll be honest. I, I mean, I, I queued up a lot of players based on kind of how I wanted to build my team uh, without taking the scoring into account. Now, that's not intentionally taking the scoring out. That was I wanted to see how the draft played out. And I wanted to see where my guys fit into the beginning. So, you know, we all have a strategy. Mine was to see what the hell y'all were going to do because I have no idea what any of you were going to do. You know? <laughs> yeah, and we, we did some mock drafts. And, I mean, I don't know. There was a lot of us who were in it, you know, kind of just practicing for this. And you never know when money's on the line and when the real draft is happening, who who is going to take who. But I feel like the QB run started early. And I think when when we saw – three QBs taken out of the first four picks. I'm not saying people panicked, but I think people knew that they weren't going to get who they wanted in the second round if they didn't get them in the first. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, I would not call it panicked at all because the picks that were made are legitimate quarterbacks. I mean, I'm, I'm willing to trade for Tannehill. He was just taken at the end of the second. So, yeah, there's not a single panic pick there um they might have hit the button a little early on getting a quarterback but even then the ones that they picked are fully worth a, a single or i mean a first round when you're talking about josh allen scoring 100 points 150 points more than a regular super flex league um yeah. i mean that's that's huge that you can't trade that for anything yeah Except and all maybe a fourth and a seventh rounder um yeah, and uh, then let's see. And even going down to Lamar Jackson. So here's how everybody finished last last season. Let, let me just let me just round out like top twelve here. So Josh Allen six fifty eight, Aaron Rodgers six fifty, Mahomes six forty eight, Watson six forty three, Wilson six hundred, Murray five ninety eight, Tom Brady five seventy six, Herbert five sixty six, Tannehill five fifty one. Mm. Mark Jackson five ten, so everybody is scoring. You know, I mean, those are the those are the top guys, and everybody is scoring good. It's uh, it, everybody scores more. You know, in the format, but there's certain guys who, when you just separate yourself in stats, like it shows up in points. And you know, you may be fifty, sixty, maybe even a hundred points higher. You know, than some of the guys who are just like five, six spots lower than you. You know, and that's that's where the scoring comes into play. Uh, like I said, as far as, you know, waiting to see what everybody was going to do, um, you know, I'm impressed. Um, Here you oh, go. That's, Talking that's shit. Rude. Undertaker that's been sleeping from the people's elbow. Luke, you <laughs> oh man this is like this is like me being in heaven right now just being able to like whoo this is fun this is fun <laughs> you know 
we'll see what happens when the belts come out at the end of the year, you know, as far as who's holding the belts. Uh, Rey Mysterio, you know, I, he, you know, he stuck, he snuck in on me. He, he got, he got low, he got little and, and he just snuck right past me. You know, I mean, what am I going to say? <laughs> and yeah, I got to make sure to get sound bites. Cause it'd be cool to have a, uh... A Ray Mysterio, uh, Mysterio 619 right now, just coming. He said, I had the fourth pick. I knew I never had a chance at Mahomes. I was somewhat hoping I had a hoping someone before me took CMC so I could choose between Allen and Murray. And then uh, Jay Rikishi took Allen, so I kept Murray. Well, always yeah, works out if you got a backup plan. <laughs> it's a solid pick. Uh, We don't know what's going to happen with Watson. And so <laughs> that's, that's the big one. Um, I've never been a huge fan, but fantasy wise, he's, he's definitely, you know, performed. So I think wherever he goes, as long as he doesn't sit out, um, I think that's going to be worth the pick. You know, I don't think that's a lost pick there either. As long as he doesn't do a Le'Veon Bell. And I hope they just get, I mean, they just need to, just get rid of them, just like they did J.J. Watt. I mean, well, don't release him, but, I mean, they just need to move on from him because he's already moved on from the team mentally. And, like, I don't think there's anything. In two years, you lost DeAndre Hopkins and uh, and J.J. Watt, who are, like, pretty much probably the only two people that he looked up to on the Texans. <laughs> and yeah. they're just different. I'm a little bit biased towards Watson, uh, in 2018, I won a two um, a championship in a two QB league, and I had Mahomes and Watson on the same team, and I was just fucking destroying people all year. It was freaking awesome. <laughs> and see, and that's the thing. That's where that's where there have been failures. You know, uh, not being a fan of his, not having him. I haven't had those giant games when he's had them. Um. You know, but you know, you get your guys, especially like you said with the dynasty. It's it's not a. We'll see what happens. I may be, I may have slept through the first two rounds, but um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna change things up in just a minute here. The dead man will rise again. <laughs> Got to get your guys. You, I mean, you got to get who you want. You got to make it fun. And I'm not saying like, <clears throat> like when I was kind of talking shit to Stu, and uh, I was like, man, you're not a real fucking cowboy fan. You took Deshaun Watson over Dak Prescott. They're they're in they're right in the same ballpark. You know, like obviously Dak got hurt, but I don't think anybody could look at me with a straight face and say that there's no chance in hell that Dak Prescott won't finish with more points than Deshaun Watson in 2021. We don't fucking know. Like, it could easily happen. Who knows? I like Watson a little bit more, but I'm also not a Cowboy fan, so that's why I was just giving Stu shit. And then Antonio, he was like, well, what? Does that mean that I should have taken Sam Darnold in the first round? And, <laughs> like, then we're just talking a totally different stratosphere of shit, you know? <laughs> Did you did you tell everybody in the league why you changed the scoring and and what 2021 is bringing and uh, because maybe they don't know when they took these quarterbacks 
that the NFL is going to restrict passing to only on third down now. <laughs> you know, I'm just, just throwing that out there. If you want to trade your quarterback now to me, by all means, you know, it's, it's not worth a lot. NFL's doing like the XFL shit where they're just like bringing stuff up on the fly and like making changes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right, here we go. Even if he does sit, I doubt it. Dynasty, not redraft. I'll have him for a couple years. That's the way I looked at it. Yeah, I don't see Deshaun Watson sitting. I just hope that like what I've been seeing on social media is like, when the comp came to Brett Favre, you know, after Brett Favre was talking shit and like telling Deshaun Watson not to say anything. And then like that meme came of Brett Favre, like this is me telling Watson not to say anything, but also me. And then on the jets and then on Minnesota, everybody is acting like Deshaun Watson, or at least people that I've seen like on social media, they're acting like Watson has already missed games and he's already sat out for like time. And that's what I don't get. Like, this is like, this is how you negotiate. Like, is he supposed to say that, oh, yeah, if you don't trade me, I'm going to play all 16 games and I'm going to, like, you know, kill it for you guys? Like, that's not how negotiations work. He's trying to get traded. Right. And like, we, we've we seen that with Zeke and uh, we've seen it with uh, – who was it? Was it Bell that also sat out a few games and then jumped in and – Bell sat out – like he sat out the entire year. It was uh, he sat out one whole year, but it was uh, Gordon. Gordon sat out whatever Gordon it was, did. ten games or whatever it right. was minimum that you know you had. He played whatever minimum games you had to play for it to count for the full season after they changed those rules. And, and when they did play, they still played at that level. So let's say you don't have Watson for the first four to six games of the year. <clears throat> you still have Deshaun Watson for the rest of the year. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're, not, you're yeah. not losing that. So so it's not a bad pick. Um, and he's young. You know, he's, I mean, he's the guy just like Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Kyler Murray that could easily be in the league for 10-plus years, you know, and still be a top QB because of his skill set. I'm just yeah. going to talk to Stu because uh, he deserves it. <laughs> so uh oh i missed that what was the what was the mentality there we go far from uh dynasty one redraft i need to get rid of the redraft focus and on the dynasty future aspect the most and that that's important i feel like from redraft to dynasty there shouldn't be that much of a shift in mentality Obviously, you want to lean on younger guys, you know, versus older guys. But we got to think about, like, the value that they can hold for three years, for five years, potentially ten years. You know, like, that's how you should, like, think about value when you're thinking about players in general at their whatever whatever position. Well, and redraft, too, you're more ready to dump a player. Um, Yeah you're more ready to trade them away for less than you would normally ask for. Yeah. Um, you know, prime example, the Nick Chubb pick there. I asked after already giving away a second round pick, I asked, I said, look, I, I mentioned it to you and I mentioned it to, I think Antonio. And I talked to, uh, to Mysterio there. And I said, look, right now I'm not moving for less than something plus a 22 first. 
you know, I, I'm, I want that, that draft capital because I'm moving back. And Nick Chubb, in a redraft league, you might not be able to get, uh, you know, a player that – a young player that's worth like a 22 first. Yeah. In a dynasty, yeah, I'm paying for I'm, – I'm giving up my next round – next year's first for Nick Chubb every day. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's worth it, um, especially in a dynasty. Uh, you're willing to pay more. Yeah, and the one thing that I will say, so last year was when I got really heavy into Dynasty. Like, I, I, I don't even think I did a Dynasty before last year where I actually cared about the draft or anything. And last year I was so trade happy that I would trade up, I would trade back, and I would do all these things, you know, and it was fun making the trades. But I feel like you kind of have to commit to going one way. If you're going to trade up, you got to keep committing to trading up. Like I, I don't like that's one thing that that I will give as like some advice, at least that I've found that you either gotta do one, you gotta like you committed to trading back and now you got another first, you know, for next year plus some lower picks. So you committed to it. You made two trades already that were kind of going the same way and backwards, you, yeah. Yeah, and you, you set yourself up though for next year. You already have an extra first for next year and you got an extra pick within these rounds and uh, within the top eight rounds and you're, you've moved up in a handful. So, I mean, you missed out on Saquon Barkley potentially and Nick Chubb, but where, where you moved up, I mean, it's going to make a difference on the level of talent that you got on those two picks. And then you got an extra pick, you know, within there as well, when we're still going to be inside the top hundred players. And the, and that's the other thing is the moving back, um, you know, in a redraft, let's say you're in a redraft where you're allowed to trade around, um, you know, trade your picks and things. You're still committing to one, you know, type of player. Are you, are you grabbing that, that top echelon guy? Or are you moving back? Like I'm doing with the dynasty. Sometimes, you know, sometimes things get weird, you know, all these quarterbacks that went, you know, I'm going to be quarterback light. I'm going to be screwed. Let's be real. But <laughs> at the end of the day, um, well, you're you know, gonna, I might get somebody that normally wouldn't be available in the seventh round, you know? Well, you're going to get quarterbacks that are going to fit the team that you're building. And that that's what I mean. Like, whatever, I mean, you have to commit. Yeah, old and uh, old and Undertaker. Very <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so. We, we shall see. We, we shall see how it all works out um, in the end. But I, I'm excited. Um, we're we're going to be streaming the uh, – we're going to keep doing these live streams and we're going to keep breaking down rounds. We're going to be live streaming again on Monday. So two days from now, we got the holiday. So get a bunch of people on here to talk. And, yeah, it'll be, it'll be good times. It'll be good times. Who knows how far we'll be by then. But got the third round reversal. So we got Vinny's about to pick right now. And then I got the 301, and guys, I'm getting a couple trades that are coming in right now, and I will say, if you want the 301, it is going to cost you. Like, don't forget, I, I had to commit to getting the last pick, and that's how important the 2-1 and the 3-1 were to me. So if we're if you're going to make me give that up, I got to give it up for something. Um, oh, this, this, this is about to get real. I mean, this <laughs> – we're about to get now it's going to get cut through yeah now it's going to get i'm going to trade 
but I'm giving up my guy, so you better pay me. Um, because yeah. we're gonna have drop offs. I mean, we've we've already had. Let's see how many running backs. One, two, three. Well, we've only had nine running backs go so far. So there's still there's still a bunch of running backs. It's the QBs where twenty three picks, twenty three picks, and only nine of them are running backs. I don't think I've ever seen that. And what's crazy is like a lot of the dynasty leagues and stuff that I do. Like I'm not saying this is more QB heavy than I've ever seen, and I think it's because of the mock drafts that we did leading up to this. I think people just just knew that QBs were going to fucking go, so that probably swayed this a little and bit. The scoring too. Well, and the scoring. I mean, so all these picks are justified. That's for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I. I I honestly cannot argue a single pick. I, I don't think there's a single pick that I think has been a, a mistake. Um, yeah, I, I really, I don't see anybody that made a, an honest error in judgment. Um, everybody's got, I mean, everybody has top tier talent, class A, top tier. There we go, Stu. Most importantly, need to smoke and think. There we go, man. I'm going to do that, too. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go do my meditations in just a moment here. There we go. But, yeah, we got a couple more minutes, and then we'll be good. Uh, then we'll sign off. Um, I, With my scoring, at least everything that I've kind of put together – and we've adopted the IDP one, two, three. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, it was very similar to the scoring that I already did with IDP, but everything I feel like it reflects the way that people play on the field and how important they are to the actual game. So in this league, like the quarterbacks are the, the top scoring guys. Like that just is what it is. The running backs, the guys who are elite running backs, those are the guys who can compete with some of the elite quarterbacks, but even kind of a notch below. The wide receivers, the top, top tier ones, I mean, the cream rises to the top two points uh, per reception. That that just makes a huge difference for guys who are who are racking up, you know, close to 100, you know, receptions in a year. And, yeah, I mean, I like the way that this is shaped out. And even, like, IDP, when we get in there, like, I know a lot of people have no basis for comparison with IDP, but this is, like – the way that we're valuing the quarterbacks right now compared to a default scoring, you know, league is kind of the way that the IDP scoring is in this league versus like a normal, like default scoring. It seems like default scoring, they kind of match team defense and they just move those same statistics like to the, to the IDP players. And I don't, I don't like that. It's it's really stupid. It doesn't even make sense the way that it, that it plays out. I'm still I'm still learning this. Uh, I heard you mention the one two three the other day. Yeah. Um, so the IDP one two three concept I'm not familiar with. Uh, so I'm going to learn that. But I will okay. tell you that as far as your scoring, it's the scoring that you've got set up is actually a scoring. Uh, I mentioned to you that I'm stuck in a league because of the old guys in the ESPN format. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been running a, a, that league since 2006, and that is the scoring we use for our IDP. Um, now, it's not 
it's only one defensive lineman, one DB, two linebackers, and three flex. Okay. So it's not as, as heavy. Um, but you do still have the, you know, the committed players by position. And, you know, the scoring, Why don't that's we... one thing we always noticed is the scoring is you got to reflect the guy. If a guy's making solo tackles in the NFL today, you got to pay the guy. You know, he's yeah. worth it. So let, let's do this real quick, and this will be the last thing we do before we sign off. Let's go down the stat categories for IDP scoring because I know most of the people who are on this are in the league right now, and I'll, I'll say I'll say the scoring that we have in our league, and then you tell me what it is in that league that you're in, in the category. And we'll start with, with solo tackle. In this league, um, so IDP one, two, three, everything is like ones, twos, or threes. Or it's like six. That that's really it. But everything's like a one, two, or a three, pretty much. So solo tackle is two, and assisted tackle is one. In ours, um, I'm trying to pull it up to make sure we're not still at a half assisted. Uh, we might have changed that to a one, but it's either a half or a uh, or a full point. Um, Solo tackles, yeah, have always been two. Um, okay, so that's the same. Well, that's good then. Yeah, and that's what I mean about getting paid. Like the solo tackle leagues where they're one point. So you're telling me that, you know, if a guy is out there and there's 10 other guys trying to tackle the same dude and that guy gets a whole sack or a tackle by himself, he still only gets 10 rushing yards? Like, I mean, that's. Yeah, that's a little that's a little goofy to me, you know. Yeah, so here's where things start changing. So on this one, a sack in our league is six points, and an interception is six points. How much? Okay, is so, a, so a sack. Uh, we were still doing a sack at three. Um, we moved interceptions up to four. Yeah. So what we did was we pushed interceptions above sacks. Um. In the league, making that... sure there wasn't something weird that we put in. So, by the way, uh, the other thing was we shifted away from the assisted versus solo. So, we made, we actually, I remember this change was made probably two years ago. We went straight two points for every tackle. So, dang, see, that's that's crazy. So, that makes that totally changes the landscape because that means an assisted tackle is worth as much as a as a solo tackle. Right. And that, and I remember the reason we changed that was only because the scoring, uh, it, you know, and this is getting way too into the weeds, but the bottom line is certain stadiums don't hand out as many solo tackles. So guys were getting penalized just because they played twice at the same stadium in a year. Huh. Um, and it's, it's minimal. It very is minimal, but it's enough that, you know, as a league, 16 guys, because it's a 16-team league, yep. actually came and said, hey, all tackles need to be the same. So what we did was we removed bonuses for having so many tackles in a game. Okay. And we, and we just dropped every tackle into two points. And we just said, I don't care. If they tackle, they tackle. Yeah. Um, and let's see. So some other ones here. Tackle for loss is two. 
Forced fumble is three, and then fumble recovery is three in our league. All right, recoveries and recoveries and forced and lost are all two pointers. So you got if you recover it or you force it, it's two. If you lost it, it's two. If you recover for a touchdown, now all of our touchdowns are seven. So we okay. went away from the six. We gave the defense a bonus point on touchdowns. Okay. So and offense is still six points, but a defensive touchdown with seven. Well, so you guys have changed it around because it's not uh, – yeah, you guys have changed it around a little bit. So your, yours is far from default, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, no, we are – yeah, no, without a doubt, we are far from default. We are just um, – We've always we've always made uh, IDPs as valuable as our offense. So in our league, you know, when you're building a team, like you 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 know, and that's kind of how your scoring is actually set up in this one. When you're building the team, you know, your defense is important as your offense. Yeah. Um, so once we get past these first few rounds where everybody's like, you know, going straight chalk off the the rankings. It's going to be interesting. I'm curious to see, you know, because defenses change year after year, you know. Um, I was big on Blake Martinez going to the Giants. I saw him on your, your top 12 video. Yeah. Um, I was big on him, but, you know, I faded Devin White. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah it, I figured Devin White next to David that they might come down a li- little bit. Instead, they raised each other's game, you know. Yeah, and I was kind of – it was weird. So, I mean, I don't – the reason why I was a little bit lower on Blake Martinez, like I probably had – I had him like right outside my top 10, like I don't know, maybe it was like 11 or 12. But just him not – I should have did a top 12 video because then I would have been like at least I had him in the top 12, you know, but I did a top 10 video and he was just like right outside of it. But it was uh, Alec Ogletree who was balling the fuck out uh, for the Rams. And then he went over to the giants, played middle linebacker. And then he just fucking sucked for like two years. And I was like, damn, are, is do the giants, like, is their defensive scheme going to fuck with Blake Martinez to where he's going to drop and not be a top five, a top six guy. Like he was in green Bay because their scheme like kind of fits everything that he did. And so I dropped him down. Joe Schobert left and he went to the Jaguars, but I still had him kind of in my top six. So that kind of worked out. Devin White, I know I had him like somewhere uh, top eight, but yeah. yeah see, and Devin White was Devin White was always a, a top tier talent. I mean, oh, no yeah. doubt there. Oh yeah. I just uh, you know when it came down to it, I was you know I was off of Joe Schobert, but I was on Martinez. Um, I was on T.J. Watt, but I was off Devin White and Levante David. You know, it's year after year we're going to make mistakes and we're going to find some and the scoring is what makes it fun because yeah, they're still important. No matter, you know, if you hit or miss, you might get lucky on a guy like Blake Martinez. You know, he, he continued to ball out. You're right. He didn't fall into the giants trap. Um, And I think that, I mean, for everyone who hasn't seen the, when I broke it down, my, my bucket of truth, go watch it. I'm about to fuck you up. Watch it. Go check it out on YouTube. It, uh, it it breaks down all the guys last year, breaks down their stats, breaks down my thoughts about it, breaks down their big games, breaks down their double-digit games, their super impact games, the 20-plus uh, points. Um, 
there's a lot, a lot, a lot went into this and I'm literally going to do this. I'm doing it for the D linemen right now. And then I'm going to do the DBs after that and kind of tailoring it, not tailoring everything super around sleeper, but I kind, I kind of am. Cause like even uh, QB hits, that's something that's involved in, uh, in this scoring. Like we get one point per QB hit. That stat isn't even available on Yahoo. One Most thing, places it's not available. Yeah. Uh, one And one thing that I hate about Yahoo is I can only play in eight leagues if they're, you know, quote unquote, like free leagues because we're not paying into Yahoo, you know, like the paid leagues where you literally got to deposit money to Yahoo. Um, so, yeah, I had it in the past where I've had to have like multiple like Yahoo accounts just to like be able to feed my addiction. <laughs> well, uh, I apologize if we said too many IDP names here. Um, but I do think that for this league, you should make all of your IDP videos required watching. Otherwise, we kick them out of the league and we take their draft picks back. Yeah. So, I mean, we the the top 12 scorers from last year, I mean, those shouldn't those guys shouldn't be surprised. You know, you shouldn't be surprised that they're going to be amongst, you know, the top IDP players drafted. It's just who's going to pick them first. Like, we don't know when it's going to jump off. Like, someone's going to set the tone for it. It's probably not going to be me. Who the hell knows? It just depends on where I'm at in the draft and wh- how it's how it's going. Like this, this draft is probably different than any other draft that anyone has ever done in this league. So it's going to be a lot of just going with the flow. I've done everywhere from ten to uh, I think the largest draft I've been in is forty-eight teams, and uh, <coughs> shit. And this draft by far has been the most interesting as far as trying to track what people are thinking. How, how many teams in one league? Well, in that league is 96 teams, but we only draft 48 against each other. Um, it's a four, it's a four copy league. So the first eight, oh, picks, okay. the first eight picks were all Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Oh, I got you. Eight I people in a row drafted them. Yeah. I I played in a in a 32 team dynasty where it was a three player copy. So really like a, a ten a ten team league on steroids, but yeah. Yeah, I, ours would have been uh, <laughs> ours would have been twenty-four. So twenty-four if you were doing a single copy, our the biggest I've done is a twenty-four team. And I am in another twenty-four team that uh we just rolled over and we're drafting in April. Still fucking insane well yeah absolutely when your starting quarterback is ryan finley um <laughs> and it's a, and he's a good starting quarterback in that league <laughs> yeah he pulled out i think he pulled out 20 points i needed 26 to make it to the finals uh so i lost in the semifinals um but not be not because of him my entire team kind of faltered but yeah, I definitely did start him. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Ryan Finley was on my team in my lineup. Well, uh, it, it's been a pleasure. And I'm um, yeah, and I'm I'm wrap, Let's wrap this up. I just pulled out my notepad because uh, I need to start. I, I was already thinking of stuff. I need to start writing stuff down. Um, but yeah, thanks for coming on, bud. Super fun.
I know you said awesome. you might not be able to, I know you said you might not be able to come Monday, but I think we're probably gonna have a, a handful of these recaps. That that's for sure. For sure. Hey, I just I just think it's fun to just chat with you and uh, and see what all of our guys you know, when we're doing this live and people can react in a heartbeat, it's it's a little more fun. Um, yep. You know, you, you get a little more vibe as far as what people are willing to shout out because we're doing it live, you know. Um, yeah. I appreciate you having me. Um, let's see how this – I'm really curious to see how these next three rounds go. Uh, when we get to the end of the fifth, it's I'm really curious to see what the teams look like. Yeah. Yep, me too. I'm excited. And I got Mahomes, so I'm fucking excited. <laughs> I, I got Cook uh, and some extra picks. Um, there you go. Unless yeah. thing sells me Ryan Tannehill and then I'll have a quarterback. Well, I mean, that's the one thing that sucks when you trade out. You know, early in the draft, you don't have much to brag about. You know, you got to wait until your time comes to when you can start bragging you know, yeah. about stuff. So your time will be in a couple rounds when, uh, when your kicks, your picks start kicking in more. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there for sure. Without a doubt. <clears throat> All right, everybody. Thanks for joining in. We got, we're going to do another recap video on Monday. Um, IDP videos got the D line video about to drop. I'm probably going to release that on Monday. And then I got the DB video going to work on that too. drop that next week for you guys. And then, and I'm going to circle back to offense, and then we're going to do part two for a bunch of uh, defensive positions also because top 12, everybody knows those guys. You may not you may not know how to nitpick between those guys like I'm going to teach you, but after the top 12, like 12 to 24, that's when there's going to be a lot of surprises on that list. That's for sure. So we will see everybody. We'll see everybody on Monday, and then be on the lookout. Make sure you subscribe everywhere um, at FF Hustler 420. Um, go hit me up on Twitch, Fantasy Football Hustler. I'm almost an affiliate there. Uh, thanks everybody for who watched there on Twitch today. Really appreciate it. And brother Roz, thanks bro for coming on. It's always more fun talking with someone uh, versus just doing the solo videos. So yeah, this year I want to be having a lot more people come on, more interactions and. That's how I'm going to separate myself from every other, like, you know, fantasy person out there. Like, just keep the engagement, you know, flowing at, at maximum. Definitely need to try, even if we just do it through the phone, at least get everybody to from the leagues to jump on once just so we can put names to faces and, and really, really make this our league, you know? Yeah. And that's one thing that I, that I want to do is keep the engagement up and it just makes it more fun. Like just coming on talking shit. Like I'm going to have all the sound bites. Like by the time everyone comes on, I'm going to have a couple sound bites for each uh, wrestling character. So the word we're, we're going to be taking it to the next level and I, I'm excited. It's going to keep the off season fun for sure. <clears throat> all right. So if you don't come on Monday, We'll see you next time, though. E either way, um, we'll get you back on here again. Peace out, everybody. We'll see you Take later. Care. You ready, Jim? I'm ready. I just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, winter time, money climb. Yeah, I got to bring.
chef, I'm the genie of the lamp. This is the gift I was given, so I just live by my hustle. smoke that joint say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill